Welcome to the engineer-ish, or as we like to say, engineer minus the ish. The most unique math problem we've been puzzled by, solved, and certainly revisited throughout our journey as engineers. Facts. I'm Tori. And I'm your boy, Drew. Welcome, welcome, welcome. To the engineer-ish. Uh, minus the ish. Are we taking the ish out or are we putting the ish in? I'm gonna take it out. I'm putting it in. Uh, no. The engineer ish now in session. Welcome, 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 Mr. Martin. Yay, uh, what up? To my girl? space. Well, I'm glad to be. A part of your space. Honestly, I think it's nice. Uh, you know, I appreciate you inviting me in and, and having and <laughs> keeping your space so nice. I, I'm enjoying, you know, where I am today. With open arms. Not many people <laughs> get that opportunity. So I'm just glad that you appreciate it. So I am honored and blessed to be here. So let's get the small talk. Tell me how you're doing today. Oh, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I, I've, I had a have a bit of a, a busy week. Um, but it's not, not in a bad way, right? Just a, a lot of things kind of going on. A lot of things need to get done. Um, but for the most part, I've been, I've been pretty productive. So I've been proud of that. Been mar marking things off my list. Um, sometimes it's just, a just seems like a lot, you know, a lot to get done. Uh, but things are getting done. Things are moving forward. So I'm feeling good about it. You feel like you work well under pressure? Uh, yes, I do. Yeah. Sometimes I think the pressure is necessary. Like, uh, so one of the things that I, that I've actually started to do for myself that, and, and, and I feel like people talk about this all the time. Like anytime you, you, you know, set a goal, you got to set a date with it. Right. Facts. Um, yeah. And so, and so like both in my personal life and in work, like I try to put a date on as much stuff as possible because sometimes like until I get close enough to the date, um, I don't feel like it, there's a sense of urgency for me to, to for me to do it. And so it'll get pushed off. It'll get pushed <laughs> off. Um, and then when it starts to get close to the day, it's like, oh, yeah, I actually need to do this. I set a date when this is supposed to be done. So and I'm going to tell you guys from what Drew said, piggybacking off of his statement, that is 100 percent true, because you <laughs> and I working together, we have to set dates because if yes. we don't, I'll be Got asking to. Drew, Got I'll be to. asking Drew for something. And he'll be like. Huh? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Was I supposed to do that? No, yeah, like, yeah. Really? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dates are important for accountability. So yes, Absolutely. I'm a big fan. Absolutely. How about how about you though, Miss Tori? How how what's going on in your life? Tell me a little bit about your world. How is your spirit, girl? My spirit is good. I can say I'm real at peace. I like that. Cut some people off, and I'm feeling great. Sometimes you <laughs> just gotta. Let people go, whether that's a business relationship, a friendship, romantic yeah. relationship. Yeah. And you know that it wasn't like, you know, right for your life when you feel a sense of peace mm -hmm. when that 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 situation is like exited. I just so I got to tell you, I I'm can good. I can tell you feeling good about this when you said it, because when you when you started to talk about it, you gazed off in the distance. You gazed. You know, that's, that's a that's a, that's a looking, peace gaze. That's like, a, oh. I know you're looking towards the light. You know what I'm I was I looking, I was looking toward God. Like, thank you, Jesus. Look at God. Look at God. Opening the door for that person to walk right out, waltz right out. Like, hey, man, it sometimes won't he do it? Got the dough swinging. 
<laughs> Literally. Don't come back in. Yeah, girl. All right. Cool. 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 Well, stepping on, moving on. I know you got some things popping. You know what I mean? It, it be like that sometimes. So you got to gotta move, you know, get in where you fit in, as they say. Yeah. Close. And, and my the way I've I've been looking at things is closed doors Close only the door. make room for, you know, bigger doors or wider opportunities, bigger opportunities. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just looking forward. Like I've already had some things like come into play since, you yeah. know, I um made some modifications. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Stay Step tuned. it up then. Step it up. Good. Stay good. good. I'm, I'm happy to hear that, man. I'm happy to hear that. Gains. I love to hear a good gains report. You know, a good gains report is always <laughs> good. They need to, I feel like the news need to start a happening gains report. Don't I get it. It's a lot of stuff going on in the world. But everything's not bad. Give us a gains report. Channel two, True. action news. Give us a gains report. I think it'd be good for us. I'm surprised you even know about the news because you never watch the news. I'm surprised you could even say the correct station. The only only reason why I feel like channel ch- channel station channel station <laughs> station sure. station channel two station. <laughs> uh, station two. I feel like that's a news station in every city since the beginning of time. So I feel like channel, that was a pretty safe bet. <laughs> channel two was actually my favorite. Um, my favorite here. So channel two yeah. was my favorite. And then I don't, for the Atlanta people, there was a, there was a guy named Herb Emery and he passed away. Like, you know, God rest his soul a couple uh, years P. ago. Herb. Uh, yeah. And he was, he was a, I loved him. He did the, he did the weather. So once he like left, I started, you know, watching channel five. So five is my, my station now. Okay. I rock with five for the weather. <laughs> I'm in it for the five weather. for the weather. Y'all heard it here first. On the engineer is <laughs> channel five for the weather. Tori recommends it. Atlanta. Atlanta. All right. And speak for y'all other places out there. We don't know what your we channel can't. five is like. We don't know. No idea. <laughs> Let so us what? know. Send us an email. Let us know what your channel five is hitting on. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe we can check it out. Satellites <laughs> are doing everything. You can check out everything on the internet. Don't even lie, Drew. You know you're not gonna check it out. You already I'm gonna, said. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna check podcast, it out. But I will you do not watch the news because I negative. will read the email about your experience watching the news. Though I'll, I'll, I'll do that. You know. All you right. Can, you can I'll slide into that. the DMs. You can tweet us. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll read that. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah. So uh, moving on to a little bit, we talked about the news. So I feel like we should we should do a little bit of update, give some news on what our past episode was about. A little bit of episode recap. What's in the yeah. news for that? Do you remember? What, what I don't want to do the recap. I want you to do the recap. Dang, I got to do the recap. Please, please. I'm, I'm, I mean, we are in your space. So I just felt like, you know, it's it's. You got home court advantage. So, you know, <laughs> I'll take that. So <laughs> last week on the engineer ish. So we had a very special guest, Angelica Contos, come to us, which I thoroughly enjoyed. I thoroughly enjoyed Angelica. One Ms. of Contos. Ms. Contos came through and dropped some knowledge on us. Some real gems. Um, yeah. so just a little bit of uh some of the points that stood out to me, I'm I'm going to say a quote that Angelica mentioned on, on the episode that I actually uh-huh. posted on on our on our Instagram. On the so, social? On the social. So she said this was real. This was real Socrates of her. So she said, uh-huh. you don't learn by doing everything right all the time. You learn by feedback when you are doing things wrong. Uh-huh. We are we are so scared sometimes to make mistakes. But in reality, when you look back. It's there where you learn the most. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
I, I like it, man. She she said her favorite philosopher was Plato. And so you are she she coming with the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? She coming with the knowledge for <laughs> hey, sure. Hey, was it Plato or Socrates? I thought it was Socrates. It was Plato because we talked about Plato's allegory. Okay. That's why I remember that because that was one of my favorite. That was one yeah, of my you're, favorite. You're a reader, so I won't take that away from you. So that <laughs> what stood out to you probably did not stand out to me. Yeah. So. I also I did like um <laughs> She was talking about, you know, interviews and kind of, you know, um, you know, how to some of the red flags, right? That you can when yeah. you're talking to a company or whatever to kind of figure things out. Um, and I like when she was, she kind of mentioned, you know, that everybody kind of has that moment where whoever's interviewing you, they always ask you, you know, so do you have any questions? Yeah. Uh, and I like how she, you know, she actually, you know, gave us some insight into some of the questions that we can ask in terms of what is your training program like? What is you know, my daily tasks going to look like, you know, when, when I, if I were to, to start at this company, um, you know, yeah. can I talk to somebody that's in a similar position uh, that I am? Those kinds of things um, I thought was, was really great. Cause I feel like a lot of times when you're, when you're kind of in that moment uh, with the, you know, in, during the interview, you, you almost kind of freeze and you're like, man, do I, I don't, do I have any questions? I don't know, man. You know, <laughs> I'm just, you tell me, I don't know. Yeah, so I, like, of- I like kind of being prepared for, for that moment. Yeah, a lot of times people freeze because they're nervous or it's just like they want the job so bad that they don't really think of other things that the company should be offering besides salary. Like literally there's so much more that that factors in that's important. Um, One of the things that she mentioned that I thought was very important that I didn't really learn about until I was at Southwire, which is a company that Angelica was was at and Uh that's Culture Survey. So she Uh had mentioned companies that do culture surveys are really good companies to work for because they make their leaders accountable for moving the needle forward in certain areas. So yeah. Yeah. guys, ask about those culture surveys. If your company's doing it, it may be a decent company to work for, especially if they're using the results to make um, changes, impactful yeah. changes. I think that's, I mean, I, I really do believe that's vitally important, right? And I like the way that, that she kind of, she kind of, you know, gave us some insight to that because when you think about like goals that a, that a company has or goals at a company that you would want to work for, I think sometimes we think we, we don't think about some of the cultural things that you would like to see or that you would like to participate in or be a part of, you know, at a, at a certain company. And to have those kind of culture surveys where it's not just financial goals, it's not just, you know, retainment yeah. goals, um, but also goals about the culture of the company and how they can, that culture can be improved. Um, I think that's I think that's amazing and a very important piece um, to finding like your, you know, your place, your home, um, you know, in, exactly. in corporate America. Yeah. I'm like, Angelica, we definitely want to have you back for part two because, I, yeah. I man, I had a great time just doing this recap. So we had a great time. We definitely had a great time, you know, going over uh, going over last week's episode. But for this week. We gotta we gotta get into get, get into some good stuff. We gotta we got one of our special remix episodes, right? So we're gonna mix it up a little bit, stir it in the pot, mix it on around, you know what I mean? Make us a little remix. A little remix, you know, got going on here. Um, so I wanna I wanna kinda wanna kinda kick that off um and 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 get on the road with this one because I think I think we got some good stuff to talk about today. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And for those that actually pay attention to the details and the math of how we do it, yes. we do it. We do remix episodes every sixth episode. So pick you got six, six, pick six, 12, 
18 for those Boom. that don't know how to count or can't Boom. do fast math. Multiplication tables on, son. <laughs> yeah. So this is our 18th episode. I'm actually, we're moving along. So I'm glad. Thank, I want to, I don't think we've done this yet, but I want to do it for the first time on this remix episode. All Thank right. you for all of those people that have been rocking with us, our yeah. new listeners, yeah. our day ones. Uh, Shout out you. to you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank this you so much. You. My number one, number one. <laughs> Ooh, Usher. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's right. I went, I went deep on you. That's all right. <laughs> Usher, Usher. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening. You're why we do it. Like, you were just happy to see so many different countries, like, spreading to different countries, Absolutely. different states. We're really growing um, in, you know, your area. So, as always, we'll say if there's anything you would love to hear us Talk about, um, mm-hmm. email us, DM us on Instagram. Yeah. Don't be shy. I mean, we we love to talk to you. We want to hear your feedback. Any thoughts for us, let us know. Most most definitely. I wanna I wanna, you know, add a little a little bit to that because I, I definitely um feel like you know, this is something that we both enjoy to do. Um, but really we can't we can't say thank you enough to our listeners because yeah, uh we realize the the value of time itself. Um, and mm-hmm. for anybody that's willing to take out the time to listen to, you know, two crazy engineers, uh, kind of talk <laughs> about their, their life experiences and share some of their ups and downs and, and mistakes along the way, um, to hopefully help somebody else, you know, not make some of those same mistakes and, and be able to get to the next level, um, in their own lives is, uh, is, is truly a blessing. And, and, you know, we are, we are truly honored to even have the opportunity to be able to, to share that with you all. And thank you all for, for taking the time to listen. Yes, 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 yes. I second that. I like it. I like it. I like it. So what do we have for the remix episode, Drew? You chopping, we chopping. So what we, what we're going to talk about today, right? Uh, I feel like, you know, in, in life, we go through a, a lot of a lot of different situations and and, you know, just kind of kind of being stirred on um, a little bit by by the week that I've had. But oftentimes, you know, we go through situations and they 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 kind of present us with different challenges. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for for, you know, by this time, college career, you know, you've been through your fair share of different challenges um, in your life. And, and what I want to talk about today is, is the moment after, right? We all, we all kind of understand that, yeah, we're going to have challenges. Yeah. You're going to have to go through stuff, um, to get through the places that you want to be. Uh, but what I want to focus on is, is, you know, when you've gone through something, that moment after you've gone through it, that feeling that you have, um, you know, how, how can we, you know, cultivate that feeling or even give more attention, um, mm-hmm. to that particular moment, because so t- so often we focus on, you know, when things happen to us or, or what, you know, what bad may be going on. But sometimes we for- we forget to give that same sort of attention to when those bad things are gone, when those yeah, bad things leave pass. us. And yeah. that, you know, that that feeling of of relief or that feeling of, of joy that kind of comes after that, knowing that you've made it through whatever that difficult time was. Ooh, this is a this is a sermon right here. Oh yeah, read this. All right, looking forward so, to this. So, do you want you want me to start off with a story, or would would you like to 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 kick us off with a little bit of experience of your own? 
Um, so what's your question, Drew? So what question? Um, you, I will start by you letting me know. So what do you want me to answer? You want me to piggyback? I want you, I want you to talk about an experience that you've had where you went through something that was very challenging for you. Um, and the feeling that you had, um, about yourself, about, you know, where you were in your life and where you were going, the moment after, the morning after, we'll say the morning after you oh got gosh, through that the morning after, <laughs> right? The morning after that challenge that you have surpassed it, you have passed that gate, you have crossed <laughs> that finish line, right? Uh, after that, I want to I want to know what that felt like for you that that moment where you know and you've you've gone past um, where you may have you know, may you may have thought that you weren't able to go past. Uh, what did that okay. moment feel like for you? What did it mean to you? Um, and how did you kind of uh, embrace that moment to kind of carry it into following days? I actually feel like this episode now must be named the morning after. Like the morning, just- hey, you know, <laughs> hey, I, I could go with that. I could go with that. <laughs> I like it because this has a different, definitely a different uh, meaning than the morning after that we're all so familiar with the morning after. <laughs> we're so morning. we're so familiar with. <laughs> <laughs> well, not that familiar. Let me let me be clear. <laughs> not that familiar. I just mean like commercials, obviously, and stuff like that. I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so let me see. So one of the challenging uh situations or well I would say it, it just in general one of them I would say was me deciding to get back in school. So I knew mm-hmm. that it was something that I wanted to do because okay. it's it, it's been a major goal of mine to move forward in Spanish, like to okay. not just be comfortable with like being fluent in English. I wanted mm-hmm. to, to do more. Yep. And this all stemmed from taking it in high school, taking it in college and dropping it. So if you guys listen to previous episodes, you know, one of my regrets, I don't have many, but my, one of my regrets was not continuing Spanish in my undergrad degree. I dropped Mm -hmm. it because it was Uh too much. It was stressful. Dropped it like it was hot. I definitely did. Like muy caliente, like really, (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately, but anyway, so mentally I didn't know if I would just be able to like go back to school like have the study habits and yeah yeah you know I was really I really feared (laughs) I really feared like stepping back into school so Uh um I will say like going back into it like the first day getting the homework assignments done and stuff moving throughout the semester I'm fast forwarding to that first time getting my grades like you know the semester's over you get your first grades yeah and so that first semester, I made the dean's list. Mm-hmm. And then moving forward, I made the dean's list. So I pretty much show myself like with like when you really want something like you and you work hard at it, you can achieve just about anything. So yeah. Yeah. just the morning after my morning after feeling just helped me to understand that I'm unstoppable when there's something that I want to do. Yeah. I'm unstoppable. Like I shouldn't yeah. doubt myself because doubt really does it becomes a plague to stop you from doing something that you set out to do. So I'm still yes, working on yes. having more of those morning after feelings where I'm like, Hey, if I did it once, just a different situation, I can do it again. And like, yeah. you know, a whole nother scenario. So yeah. that's one of mine. Let me, let me ask you this with like, with that situation kind of um, gaining that victory uh, so to speak, when you went through that situation, do you feel like, 
that victory in and of itself kind of even helped like to open you up to where you could see you could creating similar victories in other areas of your life. Obviously, you know, Spanish is kind of focused on your education or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like the fact that you were able to do something that you didn't really want to do, um, but you did have some goals, you know, surrounding yeah. that thing and then getting through it and being able to do it. Um, you know, did, did that kind of create a different level of confidence? So now like approaching, you know, maybe a fitness goal or approaching, um, you know, uh, a career, you know, a career goal or, you know, an entrepreneurship in your business, you know, goals yeah. there as well. Yeah. So it did actually, the, the opportunity just to get back in school, take Spanish, did open up a new, op a, a new opportunity. And, you know, I was able to take that somewhere else. So I ended up taking a creative writing class because mm. I needed, I needed a writing class for the major, a bachelor, okay. a bachelor of, of art. And I believe it was, it's foreign languages. Uh, okay. what it's called. And so I decided to take this creative writing class as, you know, for fun, really. I like to write, but, you know, haven't really done much with it up sure. until like sure. now this point. So that creative writing class, you know, kind of helped me to realize that, hey, you know, I'm creative in a lot of different ways. Like mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. so with that, I've been writing more TV and film. And okay. I've been yeah, so that in that way, it has helped me to like have, be more confident in other areas just by kind of, I'll just say the little term will be tapping into that morning after yeah. effect. Yeah. And then just like, you know, carrying it over to other, you know, situations that may not be the same, but still yeah. it's, it's fear. Like when you drive out fear, then you you really can be unstoppable. So. Yeah, yeah I, I like that. I know two two things that kind of stand out to me in the in in your story is you when you talk about your level of comfort, right? Like uh -huh. I think a lot of times when we when we think about when we're going through challenging situations, like part of the reason why it's challenging is because we're uncomfortable. Like yes. whatever is going on, mm -hmm. we don't <laughs> we don't necessarily like this. You know, we want to we want to kind of get out of it. Mm -hmm. Um but it's it's in that uncomfortability that we find our growth, you know, and even in that in that situation, like your growth was, you know, learning the information. Right. It was it was new to you, even though you had been through, you know, Spanish classes before, um, you know, kind of doing it at this point. Is a, it's a different, you know, what I mean, as you're at a different point in your life, um, you know, learning a new language or, or, you know, really kind of digging into a new language in that way. Um, it's different. The structure of the classes, like dealing with what you got to do for for work yeah. and business and all that, like it's it's just kind of a different situation. Yeah. Um, so you speak about you know the the comfort and then and then really about the fear um, as well, right? And the fear and the and the doubt that kind of comes along with wanting to kind of push the envelope a little bit. I think a lot of a lot of people, and I know myself very much so included in that, um, is anytime we want to kind of push ourselves a little bit further. There's always this this part of ourselves that's like, man, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Don't, <laughs> don't even, you don't need to work that hard. You know what I mean? Like, there's no there's no need to do all that. That's not you know that's the not angel important. of doubt. Yeah, yeah. It's always it's always there. You know, um, but in you know the thing that I like about your story is that you it doesn't that doesn't prevent you from doing the thing, right? It's it's there. You hear it and you're like, all right, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but nah, I don't really care. I'm gonna do this thing anyway, right? I'm gonna yeah. figure out however whatever I need to figure out in order to be able to accomplish it. Um, so I, I I love that the the way that you've kind of gone through that and then even utilize that to to tap into other areas of your life like your creative creative writing. Yeah. Yep. That was that's my story. Now 
I'm really so I, I want to make a point before we switch over to you sure. sharing yours. So just your point about like comfortability, like I, mm-hmm. I find it like just thinking about the different sayings about like you have to really go through something to grow through something like yeah, yeah things yeah, don't yeah. really change or transform when they're comfortable. And I just uh-huh. think about the idea of laying in bed. Like we yeah. really can't say it's comfortable. Hopefully our beds are comfortable. But we can't really say <laughs> so, that man. we've really grown like mentally from laying in bed. Like just imagine yeah. all day you're yeah. laying in bed and you're like, you know what? I've, I've grown a day since yeah. ways. like I just, yeah. like, you yeah. know, just in those scenarios, you just don't, you don't find growth there. Like once yeah. you get up, there's going to be stuff that happens throughout the day that maybe it changes you out of like, it, you're out of the, your comfort zone, so to yep. speak, because yep. you're going into the work, the work um, arena or just, you know, you're dealing with people. So you're yep. constantly moving through, through life. And like you find those different situations that make you uncomfortable. And then that's when you'll be able to tell your story. Like, hey, this happened yep. today. And I grow, I grew from, from it. I yep. learned from it. But yeah. in the bed, nah. <laughs> nah, <laughs> not, not so much. Not so not much. Not so much. It's comfortable. Well, I don't know. I might I might have an example for you. I might I might have an example. Oh, how did you, you. grow so, in the bed? Go ahead. Let me, let me, let me, let me. It wasn't, so it wasn't me. It's a, it's a fictional story, but, but I think there's a lot of, a lot of uh, truth <laughs> in this particular story, right? So uh, my favorite superhero, I've always been a fan of Spider-Man, like Peter Parker was my guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Miles is my guy. Like I've al- always been a Spider-Man fan, but I think I decided maybe, I think last week I said, you know what? I got a new favorite superhero. I got a new Uh-oh. favorite Who superhero. It? Put it on the map. I'm announcing it today on the engineers. My new favorite su- superhero is Deadpool. Drum roll. It's Deadpool. Deadpool. Okay. Yep. Let me, now let me tell you why. Exactly what you were just talking about in terms of transformation, right? Uh-huh. Transformation happens when you go through something that's hard, uh-huh. right? Yeah. How did Deadpool become a superhero? He, he, his body literally had to suffer until he almost died. Then okay. he transformed and became a superhero. When I thought about it, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, this, this is profound. Like, this is it. I had Deadpool no idea. I'm not, I'm not a, is that Marvel? Is that a yeah, Marvel? Deadpool. So Deadpool okay. is Marvel. And so like, like <laughs> he, he ended up like contracting, you know, it's, it's a long story. He ended up contracting cancer or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, you know, went to this guy to get his cancer fixed. The guy actually kind of tricked him or whatever. And, 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 you know, gave him some stuff that kind of fixed his cancer, but also kind of turned him into a little bit of a mutant as well. <laughs> um, and then, like, because of that, he thought that the guy was going to be able to fix him. Um, but the guy was, you know, kind of not really a nice guy and was like, well, I'm not I'm not going to fix anything about you. Um, and so he, he basically made him suffer um, and put him in this in like this oxygen uh, depleting chamber that basically uh-huh. took all the oxygen out so that he could barely breathe. Right. And the guy was, you know, taunting him and everything, um, you know, in the movie, telling him how he's going to bring him to the brink of death. But it's at that brink of death where he'll be able, his body will either die or his Uh body will transform. Um, And so that's literally like how he became a superhero. Is that how his name came about? Because I always wonder, Deadpool, what does that have to do with anything? Well, so (laughs) there's another story about kind of how his name came about. It it literally had to do with a a bet on when he was going to die. Die? (laughs) Yeah. So there was like a pool, like they were pooling their money about what, you know, how it was going to work out. But yeah. (laughs) But don't now don't I'm not I do not like action movies. Don't like 
superhero stories, but just like piggybacking off that, don't most superheroes become superheroes because of something they suffered through that like kind of made them rise up to become that that person to like save others or just, you know, become. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in some ways, um, I guess, I guess in, in their own way, I would say, yes. Um, I don't know that everybody's story is quite as, uh, I guess quite as hard or quite as difficult as, um, the story of Deadpool, but yeah, Yeah. in in a lot of ways, that's a very, a very common kind of thing to tell the way to tell the story. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. Okay. So I'm a superhero. Let's hear it. Let's I'm a super super superhero west i guess and then (laughs) i don't know but it sounds more girly than superhero so i just figure super superhero west we can just be supers just just supers we'll do it like the incredibles just supers ain't no heroes just supers super h (laughs) okay so anyway now you now you tell I'm, i'm curious to hear how you got to your morning after effect and were you able to pretty much like replicate it in other scenarios and situations. Yeah. yeah. So, so like in a, in, in a, I'll, I'll say uh, probably the biggest one for me that's, that's been recent. Um, and so last, last year uh, I decided I was, I was going to run a marathon. Ooh, right. Okay. Um, so you can, I've talked about running, you know, I've run all the time. Like it's really, you know, a, a love of mine, but even part of the, the way that I got more into running or got more into my running um, is I just decided like, all right, look, uh, something that I've always wanted to do. It's like been on my bucket list, um, to do it. It was a goal that, um, my mom actually had that mm-hmm. it was one of those things that she said she was never able to accomplish, but she always wanted to do, Aww. you know, I'm, I'm the youngest son. I'm a mama's boy. So I was like, I can do it, mama. You know what I'm Baby saying? Boy. I'll do it for us both, you know? Um, <laughs> so it was, it was one of those things that I, that I always wanted to do, but I had never run. I mean, the longest I'd ever won was a half marathon. Right. So, it's halfway there, but that's still a long, that's still another, you know, 13 miles, you know, you have to add on to that. Uh, and a half marathon was tough, you know? Uh, it so was. it was, it was something that was, that was beyond like, did I think that I could do it? Yeah. I believe that I could do it, but I'd like, this is, it's going to be hard. Right. I wasn't really sure how to train myself up to that amount of, you know, to that amount of distance. Uh-huh. Right. Um, but I'll, I'll say like, Literally the day that I, the day that I ran, um, I, so I have a, a camel pack that I usually run with, especially when I'm doing long distances that has water in it, of course, to keep me hydrated. Yeah. Uh, forgot my camel pack that morning. Oh, right. Goodness. So didn't, didn't have that. Um, I was supposed to the race. I was supposed to run the race in Savannah, um, but it was last year, right around when COVID hit. So Long story short, they canceled the race that was supposed to be in Savannah or whatever. So I ended up running in Atlanta by myself. Um, by yourself? <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I did it because uh, because like I had, I mean, I had been training for months, and I was like, "There's no way this training is going to waste." Like, not not. There's no yeah, way, okay, right? That makes sense. Oh, uh, and and so like literally, like it was just me and and my family came out, you know, to support me or whatever. Um, you know, as I, as I finished, but yeah, like I literally drove downtown or whatever, picked a spot and mapped a route and, and ran my marathon. Why didn't um, you invite me? Were we? Ah, uh, no, this was before we met. This was, this was before we met. Okay. I was about to say, yeah, I couldn't yeah. come to support you. Like, yeah, this, this was, but this was before we met. So, uh, okay. you couldn't have, but I, I know you, you would pass. have been there. You were probably there in spirit and I, I would do, I wasn't even aware of it. I was, I was, I was pushing you on and yeah, I, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but I, like, I literally, 
when I talk about the morning after, like when I finished, when I finished that run, I, like I literally felt like, you know, I just like, I feel like I just realized, yo, I can, I can do anything. Like I hey. like before, before running a, a marathon, like, and, and I didn't, I like, I knew it was possible, but I didn't know how I was going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I, like, when I think about a lot of times, like when we set goals, sometimes we set goals and, and you can't, you can't really explain how you're going to get to that goal at the moment when you set it. Right. right? Yeah. But you, but you have faith that you'll find a way to get there, you know, somehow, some way mm-hmm. that was, that was how I felt, you know, about running a, running a marathon. So after it was done, I was like, yo, I'm a beast. Like I can, <laughs> I can learn to, you know, I can learn the skills to be able to accomplish anything that I, that I want to set it out, set it out there in front of me. Like I can, I can do that. And that was, that was how I felt after I ran that race. And so how long, can I ask how long was the race? I don't know anything yeah, about yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, a normal marathon is, is 20, I think it's 26.2 miles. Oh gosh. 26.6 wow. miles. I don't I, I, 26 and some change. Right. Um, when I, when I ran, I actually got lost a little bit. And so I ended up running 28 miles, uh, in some chain. Um, so I got a little, got a little extra credit, extra miles in there. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, it was really an, an amazing experience. And, and when you talk about like, how does this, how did that feeling kind of transition into other areas? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's part of the reason why running has become such a staple for me, because I think about everything in the same way that I think about running. Like, how do you run 26 miles? one step at a time. Like, you know, it's nothing, yeah. there's nothing fancy about it. Like there's, <laughs> there's no secret sauce to it. It's literally just one foot another in front of the other and you keep going. You make it sound so easy. I can barely get a mile I mean, in. Don't is, try to make me feel bad. It is. Oh no, it's not, it's not meant to, it's not meant to make you feel bad at all. It's, it's honestly meant to say that it's possible for anybody. Like, yeah. You know how to put one foot in front of the other. Now, have you ever done it for 26 miles? Maybe not, but like Heck no. it's, it's within reason that you could you could learn how to do that because you already you already know 90% of it, right? You already know yeah. how to put one foot in front of the other. Right. It's just a matter of building up that that endurance Stamina. to be able to continue doing it, you know, mm-hmm. for a long period of time, right? Which that's just that's just repetition and practice. Everybody knows how to do repetition and practice. That's not a yeah, it's not a new skill. Just like you say in the beginning, you didn't think you could do it either. So right. it's like exactly you know, anybody could. Exactly. And it's it's that's 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 kind of the thing. Is like now when I think about goals and I think about like how to approach them, like that's what I think about is it's 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 just one step at a time, man. It's just one step at a time. Like you you can do this. <laughs> yeah, and I that goes along with one of our episodes, if you guys remember, where um how it was a it was our inspo. Like, uh-huh. you know, one, like small steps add up and, yes. and they do yeah. Drew yeah. Drew's marathon, his two steps eventually became thousands that, that mm-hmm. led to 26 miles. Do you know how many steps that was? Oh, no. Like I, how many strides that no, would be? I, yeah. No idea. No idea. Do the calculation. Can't you figure it out? I want to know. I don't know what my stride distance is in order to like. You could to, find out if you run often enough, you would be able to find out. Just, I mean, I know what it feels like, but like, a, like if I'd like to measure it numeric wise, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm I, could, I, do could, a, I could look it I'm up. I'm going to make you do a calculation because I really want to know about how many steps it took you to get to like a whole mile. 
26 yeah. miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's a lot of steps. And then so let me I have to add one thing to this to this story. Um because I think this this probably came later on, but it was another one of those things that I felt like was really embodied in in kind of the the I guess my thought process behind running the marathon, right? Uh-huh. So if you've ever seen like videos of people run run marathons, like a lot of times at the end of the marathon like people are craw- literally crawling across the line. Like it's, it's, it's hard to do, right? It's not, yeah. it's not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that I think is so amazing is oftentimes when people like start to falter close to that finish line, when somebody that's running comes by them, they always stop to help. They always stop and help that person to get across the line. And to me, like when, when you're working on something, when you've put in, you know, you're 25 miles and you've uh-huh. got one mile to go, like somebody's going to help you. If, if you're, if you're struggling to get across that line, somebody will that's be there, right there to help yeah. you. It's that's, I mean, it's, it's like, it's, it's crazy. I don't, I can't tell you where it's going to come from, but like, I, I just, I feel like people understand people that have been through that journey before people who, yeah. other people who have run 25 miles, right? they know what you feel, what you're feeling like. And, mm-hmm. and the fact that they have the energy, oh, I know I can make it to 26 because maybe they've done it before. Right, like they yeah. know where you are and they want to see you get across that line, too. Right. And Ooh, so I like that. I they they that. want to they want to help help you get across that line any any way that they can. But it's finding finding those kinds of people that have that experience that know, you know, what what's that like, which to me, like that's where like the value of mentorship comes from. Yeah, you know I mean, because mentors have have the experience in doing at least if you know a good mentor i would say has the experience of doing what it is that you're trying to do they know what the challenges are like they know you know the effort that it's going to take in order to make yourself successful in that kind of area and so you know it's not it's going to be hard it's not it's, you can you'll never run a marathon that's that's easy right like it's definitely not, and life no such i mean thing. like it's it's, right. it's still no matter when you run it where you run it it's still 26 and some change right and, and it's yeah. going to be tough let the good, let the good and, you know, rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. but let, you know, anybody tell you, especially Nipsey Hustle, yeah. life is a marathon. It's a yeah. constant race yeah. that we're moving through every single day. Yeah. And so, I mean, I like how you mentioned the fact that, you know, there's people that often, sometimes we do certain things and it feels like they've gone unnoticed, but mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. literally someone there's always somebody watching you like whether you think so or not and a lot of times where you feel like you don't have the energy to take that extra step you will have that person that reaches out and just Mm -hmm. gives you what you need to pull you through to the other side so whatever that morning after is it could be you know for me it could be like finally landing that tv deal like whatever the case may be so for everybody has a different uh, morning after effect and yeah. you have different mentors and, you know, spiritual angels that come in place and they, yeah. you know, they give you that, that extra boost, that extra step to help you along the way. So, yeah, you, you mentioned, you mentioned Nipsey Hussle. Um, and one of, one of my favorite outros or favorite songs uh, by Nip- Nipsey Hussle is Perfect Tent. And in the outro, he talks about like, he said, like the only, only thing that he has over other rappers was that he just didn't quit. Like right, through the ups, through the downs, like he just didn't quit. And it's it's something about like it's something about that that spirit of not giving up, right? Like I just like when I when I hear people hear hear people talk about it, like, you know, this this idea of being relentless. 
Like if, if you have to get into a fight with somebody, the worst person to get into a fight with is somebody that's relentless. You know, somebody that's, Floyd that just Mayweather, won't stay maybe? down. You know what I'm saying? Like the person that just won't stay down. Like, what do you, what do you do with that? Like that's every Floyd time Mayweather, you knock this guy like... down, they get right back up and they, they want some more. Like eventually you're going to be like, all right, man, you got it. You got it. Yeah. It's I'm like, going to give it to you. <laughs> yeah. Cause you just don't want to deal with it no more. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's something about that, that, uh, kind of that that commitment to look i don't i don't care what happens like i'm not giving up on this goal i'm not giving up on this dream like this is this is going to it's going to be it it's, it's, it's either do or die like i'm either doing this or i'm done you know what i mean like and yeah. i and i like the I, I i really like the way um that he kind of shares that message and and i and i mean even before he passed away like i thought it was it was impactful but even you know, even more so after, you know, he's passed away because he he died sharing that message that he truly believed in and that he lived, you know, in his life. He definitely did. Yeah, definitely. Rest in peace, neighborhood nip. Yeah. yeah he, man. he had nip. he had a lot of bars, a lot of insight. Definitely. He was a mastermind. Yeah, for for sure. For sure. So now I'm kind of curious to know what listeners, so we gave you guys a lot of praise and we told you guys how thankful we are uh, for you. So one, one of the things I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you guys to do us a favor. Yes. So we want to know what your morning after, what led to your morning after effect. So yes. obviously yeah. me and Drew talked about two uh, major uh feats in our life that we were able to, you know, move past and be victorious before it felt like, nah, I don't think I could do it. We moved past. We talked about what our morning of morning after effect was mm -hmm. and how it helped to just like increase our confidence in other areas of our lives. So I know you guys have stories too. And if yes. you don't have them right now, you will have them. Like if you keep, if you keep going, you definitely will have them. But for those of you that do, which I'm, I'm sure most people do, please share with us because I'm so interested yeah. to hear what they are. Like, it's really inspiring to hear other people's story and just how they made it through. And we'd love to share some of your stories. So hit us up in any way. You can DM us on Instagram, yeah, Twitter, email us. And we even have a phone number now. Like, you could leave oh. us a message. You can... You can hit us up. We're going to put our number on here. So make that hotline bling. You know what I'm saying? Really hit us up. Let us know what your morning after effect was. Yeah. We want to I, I, I'm a firm believer, Tori. Like, I really, I really believe that, like, everybody's story has a purpose. And, like, you never know. You never know, like, who needs to hear your story. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, sometimes exactly. you hear certain stories, like, and they, for whatever reason, like, that story just... Resonate. The message resonates with you better than any anything that you've ever heard, even though it's the same message you may have heard a thousand yeah. times, <laughs> right? But in this particular story, it just, it touches your heart in a way that it's never been touched before. Um, and I like, when I hear people's stories about the things that they've been through and they talk about like the triumph that they have, you just, you just never know like the person that's, that's waiting to hear that story in order to inspire them to make whatever changes that they need to make in their own lives. So I, I absolutely, absolutely, please send us your stories so that we can share some of those stories, you know, with the, with the larger audience, because maybe one of those people is already listening. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. So that was a, that was a fun and uh, inspiring and insightful uh, remix episodes. I really, yeah. I really, really enjoyed this. The morning yes. after effect. 
I thank you. I thank you for sharing, um, sharing your story with us, Tori. I, I really, I really do. I, I, I think it's inspirational to, to really hear about people that struggle. I think struggle is one of those things that unites us, right? It like, does. Definitely. It doesn't, my struggle is not your struggle, but like, I know exactly what it feels like to struggle, to str- right? Yeah, to struggle. And I think that's, area. that's like. universal, right? And so when, when people can share, when people can be open about their struggles, even though sometimes it's a little, you know, it's a little scary because, you know, some people will choose to judge you because of those struggles. Like, ah, can't believe, can't believe you failed at that. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, everybody has, you know, has, has people that, that kind of respond in, in that kind of way. Um, but it's, it's, it's those people that have struggles too. You know what I mean? But they, they, they sometimes have struggles, you know, struggle to admit to their own, um, struggles that they've been through and how you know difficult they were um, yeah. for them. So and that's that's okay. You know what I mean? Like everybody has their their own journey to follow. Um, and and I think that you know when you're at a place where you're open to sharing that journey with other people, I think I think blessings come. They definitely, they definitely do. I agree with that. And it's something so freeing about just kind of telling other people because like Drew said you just don't you don't really know who it's going to touch how it's going to affect them for some people that just may be what they needed to hear Mm -hmm. to change to make a decision and do something different than they were going to do before so yep share you share your stories share it share your story own your story you know if you don't like your story, change your story. Shoot. Change your story. You know, so I'm you not saying have... you got to stay the way that it is. Like you don't like your, your story, shoot, t- change it. You know that's that's not a, that's not a problem either. That's equally equally as powerful because yep, there's people that, that we are the authors. We're the authors of our lives. So if we if anyone can change the narrative, it's you yourself. So thank you guys thank for you, listening to this you, remix episode. Remix. And we'll see you next time. Mm, peace. Bye.